Hey, 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 it's your girl Jenny Steele. I am back. We are on week four. Welcome to Reach London Radio. It's your girl Jenny Steele. It's the Steel Got It talk show. The last few weeks, we have had quite a few people passing through. We have had Helen, who is the founder of the Community Trauma Conference. We have had Dr. Yvette Brown, who is going to be sharing her research at the conference. And she spoke to us about the research of what happens when males leave the mental hospital institution. We have also had Shocker, who came through with his book, um, and spoke to us about his ex- lived experience of being sectioned in the hospital um, and also just the great stuff that has happened since he's been outside of that. And I'll tell you what, the work that he's doing is just on the up. He's got um, some dates coming up that are at the Everyman Cinema. He's also got some bits and pieces around the community. There's a documentary that is out. He is just shining. So we want to take some time to shout out to Shocker. We last week we had Ron in the building talking about his research re- his research around the life of a top boy and wow he broke down some serious stuff to us in the community. Now today we are going to be talking to Jibo and Hazel. Hazel is from Way Out. She's a co-founder and a director we have Jibo who is a student studio manager of an organization in Sierra Leone today we're going to be talking about what happens to a community's mental health when there is a collapse of the education system welcome to you both welcome welcome glad to be here Thank you, thank you so much um, for coming. I'm really, really interested in hearing so much more about both of you. And Jibo, you've had uh, a couple of weeks with us sitting in yeah. the background, so we're looking forward to seeing <laughs> how much you've learnt the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Fantastic. And Hazel, thank you so much for joining us as well. I know you guys have come in kind of last minute, but it's going to be great. <laughs> Absolutely great. Yeah, sure. So listen, we the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the impact on black men's mental health, their well-being, the support that is needed, the education that is needed. And we've been talking from different experiences, different expertise levels. We've had lived experience. But for you, Jibo, we want to talk a little bit more about what happens when the education does fail. What happens when poverty, corruption, opportunities are taken away, the lack of education for young people and a a community, Hazel? Um, <laughs> I thought you were asking Jeebo. Um Well, the people we get at Way Out who are mainly 18 to 30 okay. um, suffer from various mental health conditions except they're not diagnosed. It's still very common for people to think it's a curse or it's black magic. Okay. And uh, we're not psychiatrists, so although we can observe certain yeah, things, yeah. Um, we're not in a position to actually diagnose anybody or yeah. treat anybody. This is largely due to education. If you try speaking to any of them about mental health, 
She's got a whole stigma. It's got a stigma, but they're words that people don't even understand. I mean, they don't use them. Yeah. If you stand, as I sometimes do, in front of a group of people and just talk about it, because we we teach filmmaking, and that's a great excuse to talk about anything. Definitely, definitely. And so you can just talk about it. Nobody has to say anything, but you can see either that sort of sense of, oh, you know, I think that's something I have or afterwards people will come and talk to me and ask me questions but there's nothing in the schools absolutely nothing about mental health is and coming from you know when we're we're here in England and even though we know that it's not as easy to access but it's accessible it must be so different to actually be in a country where you know that the education's not there it's not accessible like it, it it leaves people helpless it does leave people helpless, yeah, yes. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, drug taking has become more of a problem. We work with street youth. Yes. And that's more of a problem on the streets. Um, and where there's poverty, where there's, there's going to be... Poverty, yeah. lack of opportunity. Yeah. You know, if you're on the streets for years and years, um, drugs can take over. Yeah. Um, it's a sort of escape that... Well, I'm sure I would go down that path yeah, as well no, if I, I mean, lived if on that's the streets. All, if, yeah, if you think about that's all that's in your face every day and then the lack of opportunities, you know, there's no money. Um, it just seems like it's inevitable that many young people, sadly, are going to end up on drugs as a, as a way out. Yeah. And for you, um, Jibo, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I'm Jibo. I'm the studio manager for Way Out Arts in Sierra Leone. I'm, the, I'm here in London for a visit for four weeks. Yeah. And be like observing and learning, taking the skill back home and see how best I can help the guys from there. Yeah. See how, how I can pass the knowledge back and see. Yeah. Being here for the first week, I've learned a lot. And maybe like being in the session in group school and see what's happening. And having yeah. the open mind and how we honest and see how things work. Yeah. That might be a great... And you've had a real good couple of weeks yes. behind the scenes with uh, Groove School. Yes. Good old Richie. We couldn't we couldn't do this show without Richie. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's it's an honour to meet Richie and uh, learning the basic stuff that I've been ignored for years. And yeah. like that's something that you might know. This is the way. But like when someone came back and tell you this is what you should do before ever you have some good stuff. So like. Yeah. Reaching was giving me the ba- the direct, folk, um, basics stuff I yeah. need to start from. Yeah. Okay, like the, the doing the music. Yeah. That's some basic basic thing that you don't need to move away from. So yeah. if you if you bypass it, then you're gonna have wrong music. So yeah. And also the the show, the podcast, and I was listening. So I kind yeah. of having it, it's into depth and see oh this thing. So have you, are you going to go back with loads of, of ideas now to share? I think there's a lot in the box to take yeah. home, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know whether if my luggage can take some of this stuff. <laughs> you know, so. We'll have to find a way to help you guys get everything yeah. back. I'll try and have some kiss separately. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, amazing. So you've had an amazing time. Yeah, sure. Fantastic. Now, I want to ask you, like, how have you seen the effects on people in your community's mental health over the years? At first, I, I was not having knowledge about the mental health situation and how yeah. it affects. Yeah. It's been to way out and maybe like, I was 
I was on the street before. So okay. I came to way out, learned to way out. They picked me up and maybe like give me the skills. Okay. I learned from there and I become manager. I think it's kind of fantastic. A miracle, even t- a position I was not expecting for. Yeah. I was sun- I was focusing on music. I like love music, but like being in that position is like like my break- way through to see how best I can support other guys who yes. are who are there to walk through the step. They too can do it. So it's a pleasure for me to be in that position. So when you, Hazel, was you a part of um, bringing Jibo on board? Or oh. was he one of the young people at the time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was one of them. I, I, I think during that time when I joined Way Out and uh, there was a lot of, um, Hazel was organizing a lot of calls about, um, I mean, session about um, mental health and um, depression because okay. I think Hazel, sorry to say this, is a, it's a psychiatric nurse. So it was giving us education about the awareness yeah. about how this thing affects. But sometimes we, from the ground, you you learn things as time goes on because from yeah. t- teaching someone from the street, it might take years for that person to absorb the information to take that things in. So I've been learning a lot getting a lot of information, even though I, I'm too, I'm going through a lot. Yeah. I'm doing my own, I have my own kind of stuff of issue, but like I've been listening to those information, hear it from other people, how they say honest, the honesty they say about it. It's kind yeah. of make me realize that I think there is a lot we need to know and, and trying to educate other people for them to, even though I'm not an expert, but yeah. Listen to someone saying this issue to you, maybe like that person said, thank you at the end of it. That might, yeah. it's my, it make, it make my day. So I think yeah. that's the most important thing so about being human. Definitely. Human so you had an opportunity to um, be part of behind the scenes with the interview with Shoka. Yeah. And I know that it was a real powerful interview with him and he was openly honest. Yeah, sure. Um, about his life and where he's been, what brought him to that point. And also, yeah. you know, him having a book and you probably seeing that, him sharing his real life, true story around being sectioned. You know, he spoke about he's been sectioned four times um, and then being able to have his phone um, that last time, which was actually quite powerful for him because that's how he built his book. So you seeing things like that, does it inspire you to feel like you could possibly do a little bit more and bring some new ideas to yeah. some of the people in your community? It's not, it, Sheka did not only inspire me. It just gave me a step for me to maybe like write things down more. Yeah. Because I was once, I was being in the quarantine after I came, the second time I came to UK. Yeah. Um, but it was, the world was closing down. Everything yes. was cancelled. So yes. I go back home, but I was put in a place for two months in the dark. Wow, she and was in woman, quarantine yeah, for two months. Yeah, almost two months. So I wow. was there and uh, being humiliated and maybe like being treated as we are nobody. Just imagine going back home expecting your family to and people to embrace you from the airport and maybe like just arriving there but people are pushing away from you like isolating you push you to the car it's like oh people used to embrace people when they come to this airport now they are running away from us yeah the world is going the world is going crazy so like i was kind of very shocked and yeah was everyone that, wearing masks like, when you came yeah here? Yeah, 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 yeah. It by, se- yeah yeah it was a to, very scary yeah, putting experience. us on the car going to that dark hole i would say it's dark because sometimes the power is gone off 
for the rest of the night. You've been there, awake in the morning, no proper food to eat. You want to speak to your family, they will give you restriction. Whenever you come, after the time they promised they're going to take you out, they said another case, then go had another time. So you never know when you, maybe when you're going to be out. So it's, it was a traumatic moment for me that time. So like when I heard the shaker was talking about him like making a book about the old source. Like I was, yeah. write, I was writing a diary and every day, every day, yeah. every day. I was just thinking, oh, my diary is still there. It's very so, similar to what he does. Yeah, wasn't it? even though the story was not the same, but like the honesty, I think that's yeah. the thing because we are, yeah. we are from different backgrounds. Of course. I'm, I'm from Africa. What's happening in Africa is not what's happening in, in the UK because here you know that there's a facility. Yeah. A lot of open doors is there. Yeah. If someone something happened, like gonna be maybe like ten or fifteen people gonna be in your side. What can I help you? But like over there, if something happened, for you to see someone to come on your head is very difficult. You need yeah. to fight it for yourself and maybe yeah. like fight your way through for you to be su- to survive. I think the survival part is the most important thing. People are not focusing more on the the mental part of it, but it's yes. like you know the, the, the high hunger. Yeah. 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 I think it's more. Damaging the other way around. So if I was to ask you, what do you think, based on your experience here, what do you think we could do? Uh, there's a lot, but I'm just going to say it's just we need to look at the, our guys need opportunity in, in terms of having the skills because the things that are driving them away from going more into drugs, that the, uh, the mental health is increasing because they need a the facility. Yeah. Because you cannot maybe talk to someone, maybe like trying to, to um, put, that person, put that person on the therapy or maybe counseling without an option. Yeah. There must be an option. Yeah. There's an option in the UK. Yeah. There's an, not an option in, in Sierra Leone yeah. for you to go into. What am I, what, what am I need to do after the, 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 the counseling? Yeah. If you're doing music, are you going back to the studio? Yeah. If you're doing filming, are you going back to do filmmaking? Yeah. So we need we need the skills, we need the opportunity, we need the things that will make this thing work out. Yeah. So that's the, that's the thing. We might have someone to want maybe like a expert in therapy or maybe like an expert in those areas to go there. But after that, what next? Yeah. That's that's going to be the big top, the big issue. What next? Yeah. What what is going to be there for these guys? Because yeah. we're having the same thing round and again and again because you cannot yeah. be. That will be no change, more or less. Yeah. If the facility is there, Jibo, you're going to be having a counseling for so-and-so and, so, and yes. someone going to talk to you. Yeah. Then if, I'm, if I talk to that person, then the next thing I said, I'm, I want to do this and this, then there will be a solution. Yeah. Okay, Jibo want to do this. And can we try and help Jibo in this, in this way? Then if yeah. the solution is there, then I think we can make way. Yeah. I think the opportunity is the most important thing for our guys. If they have the opportunity, I think that's going to be a breakaway for us to make a change and maybe have a less rate of mental health and the awareness. I think the education also is the yeah. most important thing because yeah. before I don't know what the meaning of this kind of stuff you're discussing of now. Yeah. It's now having a reflection about the war, getting things that work in my mind. So yeah. all, the, all these things have been being recycled yeah, recycle yeah. in my mind for a long time. So. Yeah. But and, talking um, about it, this has yeah. helped me free in my heart and maybe like, I've said it, so another person can hear me and maybe like say, oh, I, need, I too need to say it, say yes. it out and maybe, yeah. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's powerful. 
That's really, really powerful. I mean, we did um, last week break down the effects of trauma and we broke down, you know, what is PTSD? Because these are all things that are, you know, thrown out in our community and no one actually really understands how far they go. So I think, you know, you touching on just your experience alone during lockdown, that was, that's, you know, two months of that. And I mean, you know, a lot of people speak about how lonely they felt at home, not being able to go anywhere. You know, there was elderly people that didn't leave the house, you know, just seeing people in masks here was like really scary, worrying. Imagine children just waking up one day and everyone's just got the masks on. It was, it was quite, it was, it was quite heavy for a lot of people. So, I mean, you've come back this time, at least this time you've come back and it's yeah. very different. Very strong <laughs> and very focused and uh, ready, to, ready to move on with a lot of information. Good. And I'm yeah. really glad that you've been able to, you know, come behind the scenes of the show and just meet some other powerful men yeah. um, that will inspire and, and motivate you. And, you know, who knows who's going to be listening and who can offer you guys an opportunity for maybe some psychotherapist to come. And, and, and join you. And that, for me, opens up another subject with regards to opportunity, because yeah. often people feel giving people the opportunity to come here, for example, yeah. is amazing. But in fact, in our experience, it can create massive problems, because um, when they go back, people expect them to have money, money. people expect yeah. them to give them things. Yeah. They might be going back to the street, and that's humiliating yeah. and embarrassing. Yeah. So opportunity on its own, I think a bit like Jibo was saying, is yeah. not enough. You need to look no. at what comes next. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. And I think for yeah. anyone listening that has any family in the Caribbean, Africa, Jamaica, when we go on holiday, it's the same. You know, we come from England. They expect <laughs> us to bring... Yeah, sure. Seriously, they expect us to bring loads of stuff. You know, they'll be going through our suitcases what can you leave us how much money so it really is you're right it really is a thing of yeah, when you're raised tough, in yeah. england yeah. and you go to another country everyone just thinks that we are rich yeah, and that yeah. we have money that's the thing because even now as i'm speaking of two days ago i have a lot of message everybody's asking i need this i need that oh. but they, they did not know what i'm what am I? What you're doing what, here what, and what how are you surviving here yeah what, uh, why how am i surviving they yes if I even have something on my home, like what am I uh, doing for? Maybe like something I came for, or maybe yeah. like, or they just think maybe I'm here to yeah. just take stuff and go back. But and how I, hard is that for you, knowing that, you know, some of your friends may be expecting you to be living a certain way when you're here or bringing them things? Like, is that pressure? The, the, yeah, the pressure is even the name, England, they, yeah. Yeah, that you are coming to the UK, it's not Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Even you are coming just to walk and go back, they will expect yeah. because as long as you are, you are coming to Europe, that's the thing. Yeah. Because the, the perspective, the, the knowledge of people is, yeah. is different. And, and also yeah. what England looks yeah. like, yeah. what it looks like we have. Even you say you go back, I don't have money, but people will not believe you. Oh, this is kind of me. It's just, no, yeah. no, no. It's not yeah. saying the truth. You have money. Wow. But it's just, you know, I, because the first time we came here, it was a very traumatic moment going back home. Yeah, having people like a, coming to you like oh, yeah you need to give us money you're, you've been from the uk you came with a lot of stuff but if you tell them you don't have anything i just came i just been there to go and learn maybe have education come back and yeah. pass on pass yeah. the knowledge again just an, it was an, a really good experience yeah, for but, you not one that but, came with but they don't, they don't care about that they all yeah. just want something for you to give like to show this is what you can send as a gift but yeah 
but they forget about the the knowledge and the information you might take back and maybe share. Yeah, that's the and, most and change yeah. people's lives. Yeah, that I think way. for me, the, I think the human aspect of it is the most important thing. And maybe like changing someone's life, helping yeah. someone, and maybe like make his day. And also the networks that yeah, you know think, you're yeah. gonna have, yeah. have have built here as yeah. well. I think that will make great change, not only for me, maybe other guys who might be yeah. in the same situation, maybe we might have this connection, maybe say, oh, you are new and you are good in this area, you can of course. go through that connection. Of course, yeah. of course. I think that's how the world is. Yeah. It's kind of chain <laughs> moving around. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, you know, it's been, it's, been, it's been a blessing to have you here and experience with us, definitely. And, and Hazel, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, Well, as Jeevo said, I did train as a psychiatric nurse a long time ago, but I'm a filmmaker over the years. Brilliant. I've made, have made films that are about mental health, but mainly human rights films. That's what took me to Sierra Leone. I was making a film about a Liberian child rights activist. Okay, wow. Um, But we got to Liberia and he wanted to run. It was just after the war, 2003. And we went back to Sierra Leone. So I spent some time in Sierra Leone. That's how yeah. I came to have the connection. And then I went back making a film um, about a street youth. Yeah. Um, was And built my bond over a period of about six years. It, my son came out after a couple of years to see what his mother was up to. <laughs> and he's the one that got into the music. And there was okay. nothing at that time. There was no yeah. studios, no nothing. Wow. And th- that's where Way Out came from. I was a filmmaker. He was music person. And it was formed out of that desire to use creative arts. Uh, well, obviously, to enable people to create, but yeah. also to reach people and, and yeah. give a sort of therapy and empowerment and all of those things. And then it sort of took over my life, um, so that it is now my life. I spent half the year there yeah, and half wow. the year here. Um, Tell us a little bit about some of the projects and, and the impact that you've seen, because you, you must have seen so much change in, in the time of you going there and setting up. And we all know that, you know, creativity and music really does bring out something different in people. Um, we, when I first went there, it was just after the war, so it was still, well, chaos, still, yeah. fires still burning in various places. Wow. Um, but immediately you could see the talent in people, especially with music, with people on the street, yeah. and give them the opportunity. Jibo uh, probably remember when you know to come into the studio when we first had a studio. That was 2012. By the time we got the studio, um, some very difficult. Get, we work a lot with gangsters. We seem to get on very well with yeah. with the uh, gangs. Um, and you've not much option if you're on the street but to yeah. go into one of the gangs for survival. Just that energy um, and enthusiasm and creativity yeah. just came bursting out of people. Yeah. And all those things that we one talks about uh, empowerment um confidence one of the there are that several things come out of it yes someone might be a great musician and they might go on to do that or a great filmmaker yeah and we our filmmakers do get jobs in broadcasting 
uh, do make some great films, international festivals. But sometimes it simply gives the confidence to go back into education. Of course. Or some people haven't seen their family for years and just yeah. to be able to take this CD that they made yeah. back home and show yeah. that they're not nobody, they've yeah. achieved something. Yeah. That was probably one of the biggest impacts in the early stages, particularly. Um, uh, we recently worked with a group of women in one of the little village miles from anywhere, no real education, no water, no power, no signal. Um, started teaching them filmmaking. Yeah, I saw some, some And clips. it was amazing to yeah. me how quickly they got it, how yeah. much, how, how quickly they felt empowered by it yes. and started to learn about their own rights. Um, wow. So much so that we're building on that. So the talent and the drive and the ability, it's there. Yeah. It's sleeping, it's ignored. Yeah. yeah. Or people are persuaded that they're nobody and they'll never be anybody. But as soon as you give them that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So what would you, what would you like to see done, Hazel? If, if you know, if you could just write a, a list of things and just tick them off and they just come alive, what would you like to see? What can we do as a, as a community here in the UK to support the work? Uh, well, with regard to mental health, yeah. I think number one has to be education in schools. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what people here can do with that. There's one psychiatric hospital, uh, 200 years old. It gave up chaining in 2018. Um, we did used to do sessions there, but then they employed somebody to do creative work, yeah. but that person's struggling. So. Okay we are looking at going back to do different kinds of sessions there. Okay. I think you probably know people who could probably advise on what, what's good, what works yeah. um, on that. Certainly volunteers are very welcome if yeah. anyone wants to come out yeah. um, or, and do sessions that way out, yeah. uh, whether that's just educational or, or creative sessions that yeah. explore mental health. Yeah. I mean, funding obviously is always <clears throat> on the list, but um... I definitely feel with the work I do, the work that we do, the work that my sponsor does, the work that you know Richie does. I know that there is definitely a way that we can support with some of the stuff. It's just getting out there and everyone organising to pay for themselves to get out there. But I definitely can say that there's some support that can be given. I mean, myself, I am a patron of a school in Ghana and during the lockdown, we went to Ghana and built a library. Uh, myself and Winston Good raised £5,000. We bought every single educational book for that library. We just pulled everyone together in the community. We had books galore in our building, boxed up. You know, we managed to get someone to pay for that to go. So I feel like, you know, Shouts out to Richie for pulling this interview together because there is definitely a lot more. And sometimes in the community, if we don't know what's happening and how much of an impact what we're doing here with our young people and the work that we're doing and how we can take that out of the country, it is about shows like this, putting together and people coming together and talking. But I definitely feel, you know, we've got psychotherapists, on board with the work that we do and it is literally us just finding a way of financially everyone mm. paying for themselves to come out there and and support 
yourself, your organisation and, you know, Jibo, your community. Um, and we'll see how we can help you with that. But I definitely feel, you know, in my heart, there's a lot of work that we all do um, outside of our everyday work. And now that we know about this, I reckon there's, there's a lot more that we can help to support you with. And it sounds like it's really needed. <laughs> it's really, really needed. needed. Um, and I feel like I didn't know as much about Sierra Leone until I had a conversation with Richie. Um, I'm not of African descent, I'm Caribbean, Barbados, Jamaica. Um, but I've linked to Ghana, which is why I've gone back um, and supported the school with the things that they need. Um, but I definitely feel like it's definitely needed. And it actually, you know, something in my heart is saying like, you know, mental health is such a massive, massive issue. And if that support has not been there, and the level that you're talking about, you know, with drugs and poverty and gang members and just that whole, like, a society that survives for itself. Mm -hmm. That's how it sounds to me. Everyone is just surviving. And then for yourself, you know, getting the chance to come to the UK and not even realising, and people not even realising that you've just had an experience to come here and what that's going to be look like for you when you go back. I'm getting the pressure. I'm having the pressure now. Going back, need yeah. to take stuff. Take this. Take, you need to yeah. come with this, brother. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking heavily about the pressure of that just for you. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Hazel, I you know, every time you come back here, you must have the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you I, know, you <laughs> two two ways. I mean, coming back here is increasingly empty and frustrating the things people complain about yes. that you feel yes oh for heaven's sake but you can't say that because to them it's a big issue yeah um but always when i go back yes i get a long list of things yeah. that you think I, I don't have any money either yeah no yeah. i can't yeah take these things and people are disappointed but but what's also true, you know, sometimes people ask me, how do you do it? How do you face this? Yeah, I was going to just <laughs> ask you that before I ask the community to, you know, make sure that they come and find out more about you and the work and what can they do? How do you? Um, you are obviously facing everyday people who are hungry. Yeah. Who have nowhere to live. We have a grant system for that, but it's, you know, it's fairly feeble considering... Uh, especially in the rainy season, you've nowhere to live. Hospitals are not free. You get people coming in with terrible sicknesses and injuries yeah. and all of that. But it's often something relatively small that makes you want to close the door and have a good cry. You know, yeah. sort of somebody who is ridiculously grateful for something very, very small. Mm. I mean, yeah. that sort of thing can just really tear down the, I don't know what, the defence mechanisms, really. Yeah. Um, and being here gets harder. There, I think of as home. Yeah. Here, it's it's hard to root myself here now. Yeah. Um, and as you said, you're seeing some of the real deep-rooted issues that are going to be, you know, are so challenging. Challenging to change, challenging to get support for while you're even in that country. Very, very difficult to get financial support. Um, almost impossible. So I was going to say to you, like, what is, you know, what is the government position to support 
the people, the very people in the community that you're talking about, is there any? No, I thing? think they wish they'd just go away. I mean, most of them live down in the gully site, sort of out of sight, out of oh, mind. So um, people, police often don't even go down there. It's its own sort of world, really. Um, I mean, during elections, uh, gangs often get used to go and beat up the opposition or whatever. And oh, well, that's corruption. the only time that yeah. they're needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yes, it's incredibly difficult. It's one of the poorest countries in the world. But as I'm sure Richie probably said, you, the, the guys, when they come in, and women, come into do whatever they're Programs, doing, whether it's yeah. DJing, filmmaking, music, whatever. Yeah. It's so positive in their attitude. Yeah. You would not yeah. know these people what sleep out in the rain and probably haven't eaten since yesterday. You just so hard. It's just so it. heartbreaking yeah. because it's something that, as a community here, we don't hear about. We don't talk about. And for many of us from Afro-Caribbean, Caribbean countries, African countries, we don't, this is not a conversation that I've ever been part of before, ever. Um, and it actually is really heartbreaking to know that so many of us have relatives, you know, in these countries. And yeah. what are we doing to support? You know, you've heard myself say, you know, going back to Barbados to do projects and go to Ghana and do projects. That's, you know, I just don't understand why we can't do more of that. Yeah. I mean, it's my brain as we're talking, I'm thinking about all awful things. And yeah. Lack of access to healthcare. It's extraordinary. It doesn't make any sense when we're taught that nursing is a caring profession. Yeah. But as has happened for us, somebody with a slit throat goes into a hospital and is sent away because they don't have any money in their pocket. Um, babies buying in childbirth, dying in childbirth, women dying in childbirth, yeah, completely unnecessary. Yeah. And having to pay, you're told it's free, but they say having to pay for a change of dressing or to have another drip or, and you bandage every step of it. Yeah. So if you've no money, and again, lack of education. So the, sick, the, the, the sickness and ill health. Well, one of the pro and I again was going to make a film about this because uh, people come for money for their prescriptions and they might have a prescription for 13 drugs and they've got a cold and they're not going to listen to somebody saying it's a virus. All those yeah, drugs are course. not going to fix it. Yeah. And they'll waste whatever money they've got oh, wow. on buying 13 drugs, probably six of them different antibiotics. So that education... Oh, wow. They won't believe me. No, of course. <laughs> so, so there is a lot of education around ill health, yeah. Yeah. medication. Health in general, yeah. 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 Wow. And, and the, 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 the sickness levels, I can't even imagine you know we we're talking about cuts and and things like that but we're also thinking about you know having children mm. you know cancer and all of the other things that we go through in sickness wow i mean i just want to say you know please just keep doing the work that you're doing i know it must be extremely harder getting harder now especially as you know we are talking about crisis but what is our crisis mm. compared to <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? What yeah. is our crisis compared to what you're living every day? It's you know, it's way off. Yes. Way oh, off. And I do believe everybody can do something. And you have to... You can't, I mean, obviously you can't do a lot, but you have to focus on what you can do. Do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know, because for you, you probably, you know, you've probably got these lists in your in your mind of yeah. all of these things, but you've got to combat the ones that you can. But I know for you, I can see in your eyes, I know for you that you just, you would want to do everything you can. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, Hazel, I'm going to say to you, ask the community for what you need. Ask this community for what you need. Jibo, take this time to ask this community for the things that you need, the help that you feel your people, the younger generation need in your community. Um, we need volunteers, people in any of the arts areas, actually, but people who particularly have knowledge of mental health programs or somebody who can come into way out and teach us good pastoral care. Yep. You know, what to do yep. when you're quite sure that person has a problem, but yeah. you're so not some sure awareness, what it some is. Sort some of awareness, awareness training, yeah. For staff, um, staff come up through way out, to yeah. answer to your earlier question. Yes. They all come up through it. Um, we need volunteers of all kinds, actually. We need fundraisers. Um, anyone wants to run a fundraising? event yeah. or just knows about fundraising that's obviously very very important um what else would we like jibo uh we also need the facility like the stuff that we guys are using like equipment like we we'll make the guys empower themselves yeah not to think of yeah, they have me, but like to have something to do so they can yeah, become more useful in society. Around like music, music and podcast female, uh, filmmaking all that. yeah i think that's the thing because the we don't uh, yeah. have podcasts. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I think the world is uncertain now. So, like, if we someone have and maybe learn and share, I think we can make a change. I think yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're asking the community to, you know, come forward and give you guys some support. And as I said, I'm gonna come away from this today and definitely be speaking to the people that I work with um, to see how we can make something happen in 2024 because I feel really I feel really compelled and I you know this show is going to be two years old in November and we cover so much but never have we covered as deep as this to know that as I said there are people within the community that come from this country and probably don't even realize how much this country is struggling and not just the country but the people more importantly and the solutions that need to come from this today. Um, and I really hope that, Hazel, that you get some volunteers come forward. I will be tapping up my friends. <laughs> if you're listening, I will be tapping up some of my friends for, you know, the next time we think about our next holiday destination, actually going and volunteering. People and, love and it. And coming so. and doing some, you know, I for me, going to Ghana and doing the work with those children has brought me the most blessings. Um, and to know that, you know, we're bringing books or toys or games or, you know, things for the children to do. And as you said, 
some creative things, you know, even yeah. if it's like sports equipment and, you know, footballs yeah. and t things that people can just get active with sure. within the community. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to try and make this happen. Well, thank you. Um, and I'm really, really feel really, really privileged to have you both here and, and Hazel just the work that you're doing i mean i know that you're you're probably gonna leave us soon and and you know go to sierra leone and and do all of your great work from there but i'm telling you now i appreciate you and the work that you're doing okay. and i know it's not easy you know community development work isn't easy in any place and when you're doing it with no money and just the love the passion the care and you know shouts out to richie and all of the, the DJs and the creatives that have come. I've seen loads of amazing, great stuff and the people in the community look really happy and they're involved and, and it looks like you're just doing, building a great, just building a great new community. It definitely is a new community that you're building, one that's empowered, mm -hmm. one that's confident. Well, we hope so. And all the people who've been out as volunteered have really enjoyed it. So if anyone's worried, they'll think, oh, it's going to be really depressing. <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't. So. No. Amazing. Hazel, let everyone know where they can come and find out more about Way Out. Um, well, at the website, which is wayoutarts.org. Um, email hazel at wayoutarts.org. Is uh, anything else people might need? No, I mean, I think they'll find it off of your website. I know yeah. you guys have got Instagram as well. Yeah, Instagram, TikTok. Oh, Facebook. you guys are on TikTok as well. Yeah. Go you. Yeah. <laughs> I did uh, speak, when I was speaking to Ron last week, we spoke a lot about social media and all of the different aspects and trying to be here and trying to be there. That's something I was actually going <laughs> to advertise for a volunteer to do our social media. Oh, now's I'm, your chance, Hazel. If it's just another thing to do and it therefore does not get done very yeah. well or yeah. very often. Yeah. But I'd love somebody that's into all that. Yeah. To do it. There's lots happening. There's no shortage of content. Yes. It's yes. Just the getting it up there. Fantastic. So after the show ends... I'll make sure that I put something out okay. for you um, and let people know that you're looking for someone to do your social media. I'm sure someone will jump at the chance to help you and I know you're going to have loads of content of great work. Yeah, that's not a problem. Fantastic. Listen, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I'm, I am literally blown away um, and I've learned so much um, about you both and about all of the work that's being done and also just about what happens to communities yeah. when things fall down, um, when government structures fall down and, you know, people are just left to their own devices. It actually really breaks my heart. Mm. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. No, thank you. It's a pleasure, you. yeah. Now, guys, as you, you've heard, you've had, you've had so much information about Sierra Leone today. And I'm sure, like myself, you have learned so much. But there is so much more work to be done outside of the UK. So I'm going to be saying to you, please just take on what Hazel has said, what Jibo has said. You know, we've spoken about a community that has fallen down. You know, people are fending for themselves. Mental health is probably at its highest. There's no support for that. Um, sickness and health is probably at its highest. There's no support for that. 
So I'm going to be asking you if there's anything that you feel that you can do to support, please get involved. And when you think about your holiday for next year, why not think about going to volunteer instead? And if you do, make sure you let me know because I'm definitely going to be putting myself forward to volunteer and come and do some stuff. So thank you so much. Whatever you do for the rest of today, make sure it's impactful. This is Reach London Radio. My name is Jenny Steele. This is Still Got It Talk Show. Big thanks to Richie from Groove School. Thank you to Javenis, our sponsors, and shouts out to the Reach London Radio team. We out. You're locked into the Steel Got It Talk Show with Jenny Steele on Reach London Radio.